0: Let's give God a great big hand. And I want to take this opportunity to welcome all of our online folks. Hey, Church at North Braddock, can we welcome everybody online? Thank you so much for being here today. I want to welcome you here. Come on. It is just so, so awesome to be here at Bridge City Church, North Braddock. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We are one church in four locations, and this actually is one of six Worship experiences that we have on Sunday mornings. And we're so excited that you're here. And actually, today we are one church hearing one message from one person in all these different locations today, believe it or not. And I believe God has something to encourage you with today from His Word. I really believe that with all my heart. And I believe He is going to do that. Listen, if you've been here for a while, if you've been a part of the church for uh, over 10 years, 20 years, 30, Thirty years. Way to go! Come on, let's give them a big hand. Come on. And if you've been here over five, ten years, you are in the culture. And listen, you may be new here. You may have just walked in maybe the last couple months. I just want to say, welcome home. We believe, you, we, I listen, we believe here you found your people. Come on. You found your tribe. You found where you belong. You found where you're going to be gathered in, where you're going to grow. You're going to learn to give of yourself. And we're going to make a difference in the world. How many of y'all believe that with me? Come on. I believe that with all my heart. How many of y'all would like to be pleasing to God? For those of you at home, like almost everybody here, come on, somebody. And so I'm going to start off this morning out of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And we are all going to read this out loud together because something awesome happens when we declare the word of God out loud. I'm telling you, something something happens when we unite our hearts to the word of God. Okay, so here we go. Hebrews eleven 6, y'all can see it? You ready to go? You ready? You ready? Here we go. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. How many of y'all believe that verse right there? Come on. Come on, how many of y'all want to grow in your faith? I want to help you grow in your faith today, your everyday faith, because that's really what this is. This is a walk of faith. This is a life of faith that God invites us to, not a life of try harder, not a life of do more, but it's a life of that we're going to trust God more. Is anybody with me now? See, we're learning to trust God here. And I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but God always invites us to one level beyond what we could do on our own. No, I'm like, like, people, like people say, I'm in over my head. When I became a Christian and follower of Jesus, I got in over my head and I've been there ever since, come on, Amen. because that, that means you're, you're living a life of faith. That's trust in God. Okay, I'm beyond where, where I, can, I feel comfortable and we at Bridge City Church are not afraid to, stat, to challenge the status quo. We're not afraid to challenge, like it, 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 it's good enough. As a matter of fact, this is it, this is it. At Bridge City Church, it, that's good enough. That's close enough. Come on, it's all right. Okay, if ain't broke, don't fix it. Average, all of those things will never be our mantra here at Bridge City Church. Are you with me right now? See, because we're gonna challenge the faith. We're gonna challenge what we're believing God for. You see, why am I bringing this up? 18 months ago, we began what we call our One Vision campaign. And what this is, this is a generosity initiative, which 207 households here at Bridge City Church committed to give over and above their regular tithes and offerings, decided to give. And over the next three years, this was 18 months ago, over 1.8 million dollars. Now I don't think, you, that, that takes faith. Come on somebody, yeah, yeah. That's faith. And so they, they agreed to give this. And, and this was an, an incredible journey and so we're halfway through here. We're halfway to what, what we believe God wants us, God wants us to do for the next generation, for the, for the equipping of, we believe that there's more. How many of y'all believe there's more God has? Amen. Come on. See, we believe there's more, and so we're halfway through, and so we're challenging the process here. And we're saying, okay, where are we? And we're gonna give a, I'm gonna give you a report today of this because I'm accountable to God and I'm accountable to the elders, but I'm gonna give you a report. You see, we, we have to realize we, we have an accountability before God, but I'm gonna give you a report to ignite your faith. Not just your financial faith, but your everyday faith. How many of y'all ever struggle with your faith? I, I do. How many of y'all struggled this morning? Come on, son. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we, we, we do struggle. But we're in the process here of taking a look at how we can build our faith. So here's the big idea. You ready for the big idea today? Are you ready for it? Here we go, here's the big idea. Bridge City Church will finish strong. Everybody say finish strong. Finish strong. And obtain the promises God has for us when we, when we, when we with one heart, survey the promises, see the difficulties, and step out in faith. We will finish strong, but we're gonna to have to do all of these things because God does his part and we're gonna do our part. So listen, faith does not deny the reality of difficulty. It, it declares God's power based on God's promises in the face of the problem. Like if you didn't have a problem, you probably wouldn't need faith. That's why they can make all kinds of uh, rules and legislation to keep prayer out of school. But as long as there are tests, there will be prayer in school. Let me just tell you that right now. There's gonna be kids praying. They're gonna be making deals with God in school as long as there's tests. Because it doesn't deny the reality. It doesn't deny there's a problem. It doesn't deny those things. It says that there is a problem and we need God, God's help to, to, to make it right. That's what faith really is. So we're going to go to Numbers chapter 13, and I'm going to walk you through some things in Numbers 13 because God's people, the Israelites, left Egypt, a place of bondage, a place of captivity, and they were on their way to what we know in the Bible in terms, it's called the promised land. It was called the promised land because God promised it to his people, the Israelites, and so they were, they were on their way to experience the promises of God, okay, and what should have taken 11, 12, 15, you know, days took 40 years. I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend 40 years doing something that could take 11 days. Come on, somebody. I don't have, ain't nobody got time for that. Come on. Are you with me? But it's going to take faith to get there. That's it. And so there's many people that missed out on the promises, and when I see an example in the Bible of people missing out on the promises, I want to learn why did they miss out because I don't want to miss out, and I love you enough because I don't want you to miss out either. I don't want to miss out on all God has for me and all God has for you and all God has for a generation here. So in Numbers 13, verse one, now the Lord said to Moses, who said it? That's right, God said to Moses, send out men to explore the land of Canaan, the land I am giving to the Israelites. And then he said, get a representative from each ancestral tribe and send them in. So God was sending them into a place to explore. There were were 12 men, one representative from each tribe, that went in. And typically when we look at this list of all the 12 men, like I want to be honest, when I look at this list that you're looking at right now, I recognize two names, and for many of us who have been in church, in church for a while, there's two names that stand out, Joshua and Caleb. Joshua and Caleb stand out. The other ones, I'm going to be honest, I got to look them up because I can't remember them, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to remind us why we don't remember them and why we remember Joshua and Caleb, because they were men of faith. They could see here. And so they went into the land. And, and so Moses got, got these 12 guys together. He says, Go ahead into the land, and they were going to survey the promises of God. I want you to catch this. They were to survey and explore the promises of God. They were to l- learn what kind of what's the land like. Yeah, what kind of people are there few or many, strong or weak? What kind of land? Is it good or bad? Is there camps? Or is there walls? Or is there hills? Is there valleys? Is there rivers? This is what they were supposed to do. And then also they were to say, are there trees there? Is the soil good? They were supposed to go. They were supposed to go to the Giant Eagle Market District and get some produce. That was a joke there. I was, I was just kidding. The Giant Eagle wasn't there, just for the record. Okay. But they were to get some produce and they were to bring it back as an example of what it contained. That's what they were supposed to do. Survey the promises of God. Church, what God has us in a season right now is that we are looking back and we're saying, what are the promises of God on your life found in his word? That's what we're supposed to survey. That's what we're supposed to explore. Okay, let's go back, let's look at the survey. Let's look at, let's look at all those things here. Listen, I wanna let you know that the elders and the pastors at Bridge City Church have surveyed the land. It's a good land. Listen, we've seen an increase this year in 2023, we have seen an increase of 10% already this calendar year. How many of y'all know that's, that's a good land? Come on. We've surveyed the land. We, we have a promise of God on our church, 2 Timothy 2.2, which clearly states that we're a generational church. We're supposed to pass one thing on to the next generation, to the next generation, to the next generation. I've looked, I've listened and looked at some statistics about churches and organizations and, and, and the, the, the possibility that they will pass on to the next generation. This, most statistics will tell you that only about 12% of organizations, businesses, and churches can, can pass something on generationally. I want to tell you this right now. We're going to defy those odds. We're going to pass something on generationally. We will be a generational church. We have surveyed the land. It is a good land, and we're inviting you to come with us. Come on. not based only on our history, but based on our history, on where we are now, we believe that we have a future and we have a hope. But listen, you can't say you have a value and not have it in your calendar and, and with your cash. Now I know there's many young people here today, and I use the word cash, you're kinda, what is that? That's that green stuff. It's how you spend you got to see your values in your calendar and how you spend. If you don't see it in your calendar and you don't see it in your spending, it's not a value. It's like that in your home. It's like that in your life. It's like that for all of us. Those are the two primary ways we see what we value. Okay, I can say that I value my wife Natalie and she's really important, but if she never shows up in my calendar and if I never spend any money on her, how many of you all know I'm, I'm gonna have a real lonely household, come on somebody. Y'all got that one, hmm yeah. So they're to survey the land. Now they went under the land, they surveyed the land, they came back in 40 days. 40 is a number typically used in the Bible for a time of testing, for a time of trial. So they went in 40 days, and they came back out. In Numbers 13, verse 27, this was the report to Moses. We entered the land you sent us to explore, and indeed its bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is the kind of fruit it produces. But the people living there are powerful, and their towns are large and fortified. We saw giants there. See, they went into the land and they began to see difficulties. Listen, when you survey the promises of God he has for you, your marriage, your family, your life, your your home, your children, there's going to be difficulties. There will be. But the problem was they, they were looking at the giants instead of the promises of God. They were comparing themselves to the difficulties rather than comparing the difficulties to God. This happens in our everyday life. Our challenge is, is God bigger than the difficulty we're facing? Am I right? That's the challenge here. Faith sees the difficulties Okay, but it, but it gives a reference to God. The problem wasn't that there was difficulties, the problem was is that 10 of these guys came back and made no reference to God. Made no reference to God. If we're going to move forward, we have to make a reference to God. I believe that the problem was is 10 of the spies saw themselves on a mission from Moses, not on a mission from God. Are we on a mission from God? Are we on just a mission for the, the, the leaders of the church, Pastor John and Christine and Pastor Rick and Natalie and all the other pastors? Is that our mission or are we on a mission from God himself? There's a big difference in how we look at the difficulties and look at the problems in our lives according to that. And so in Numbers 13, 30 here, Caleb, Caleb stands up and he tries to quiet down the people because the people are in an uproar at this point, okay? And he tries to quiet them down. And he says, let's go at once to take the land, he said. We can. As a matter of fact, I want everybody right here, even if you're watching online, I want you to say out loud, we can. Everybody real loud. We can. We can certainly conquer it. Listen, he stood up and says, Yeah, there's difficulties, but we can. To be able, to have power, having the capacity to prevail and succeed. It's like, let's go. In my vernacular, this is how I say it's like, come on. Every now it's like, come on. Come on, man, we can do this. Come on, let's go. Come on, God got this. Come on, let's do what God wants us to do. Is anybody with me here this morning? See, that's the spirit of of Caleb, and we're gonna see that that's the spirit that was on Joshua here. Come on, man. This is what we're gonna do. In verse 31, though, this is what it states. But the other men. See, Caleb stands up and he says, come on, we can. Yes, I've surveyed the promises of God. Yes, there are difficulties, but let's take a step of faith together. But the other men who had explored the land with him, disagreed. We can't go. They're stronger than we are. So they spread a bad report about the land among the Israelites. Let me stop right here. I believe that there's people that are listening today that you have not experienced the promises of God in your life because you're continuing just to continue to sow bad reports. You're continuing to sow negativity. You're continuing to doubt the promises of God. And you're wondering why you can't experience the promises of God. You're wondering why you're in a desert place? It's because of the report you're giving. No, I'm here to survey the promises of God, not my determination but my faith in God. That's what it is here. So they spread this bad report and the land we went through is it's it anyone who goes there, or lives there, the, the people we saw are huge. It went to a few giants so now everybody's a giant. They want, oh, there's a few giants. Oh, everybody oh, They're all giants. They're all big. They're gonna consume us. They're too big. They're too powerful. We can't. Come on. Verse 33, we even saw giants there, the descendants of Anakin. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers. See, we're either gonna have a we can spirit or a grasshopper spirit. Which do you, which, which do you want out there? Which do you want? We can or grasshopper. See, some people just see themselves as grasshoppers in the face of difficulty rather than seeing the power of God, the promises of God. I will stand on Him, I will trust in Him. So there was these the other men, and we have to ask ourselves: do we want to be listed as the other men? the other women, the other people? Or do we want to be listed as the ones who stood up and said, we can? Which do we want to be listed as? See, you can pick. We can pick which we want to be listed as. It's going to take faith. So listen, Bridge City Church will finish strong. We will, when we survey the promises, we see the difficulties. But listen, we step out in faith in the midst of them. We step out in faith based on the word of God, based on who he is. That's what faith is. But let me tell you why this is so important. That I'm not here today to get you all enthused and howling at the moon. I'm not here today to try to hype you up. Because hype and enthusiasm is common. But let me just speak to you right now. Endurance is rare. Endurance, continuing when you can't see, continuing beyond your own strength, that's rare. And that's what God's asking us to be right here. That's what he's asking us to do. Are we gonna finish strong? Are we gonna step forward into what God asks us us to do? This is called faith. And we are in a season of faith. As a matter of fact, we're going to spend all summer long. We're going to just dive into the book of Joshua in the Old Testament. And we're, we're all summer we're going to spend in Joshua. I mean, by August, you're going to be saying, oh, my goodness, I know more about Joshua than I ever thought I could. And you're going to love it. Look at your neighbor and say, you're going to love it right now. You're going to love it. Come on. Because it's faith. So this is what faith, what does faith do? Faith surveys and investigates the promises of God. What does faith do? It sees difficulties ahead. It does not deny its reality. What does faith do? It steps forward and declares the power of God in the face of problems. That's what it does. That's what faith is. I'm gonna move forward. So here we are, halfway through this One Vision campaign, here we are saying, God, what are we going to do? And, and I want to be, be in Numbers chapter 14. This is what kind of spirit I want on my life. Two of the men who explored the land, Joshua and Caleb, tore their clothing. They said to all the people of Israel, the land we traveled through and explored is a wonderful land, and if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us safely into that land and give it to us, a land flowing with milk and honey. Come on, somebody. At this time, the ushers are going to pass out a, a one-page report to you right now. Everybody in the room right now is going to give a, get a one-page report right now. You're going to have this in your hand because I want you to see it. I don't just want you to see the difficulty. I want you to see the plan of God. I want you to see the promises of God. I want you to see the step of faith that we can do together. So everybody's going to get one of these right here because it, 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 we're halfway there, but we got to finish strong. It's gonna take endurance. It's not just gonna be how I finish, how I start. It's gonna be all about how we finish and we're gonna finish with faith. That's how we're gonna finish. So while they're passing this out, I just wanna cover a few things that might be of interest to you. Why do we say that the land is good? So far in in 2023, we have seen 71 people cross the bridge and begin a new life with Jesus. Come on, somebody. I think we we should give God a great big hand for that. We said at the beginning of the year, this is gonna change, and I'm telling you, it's going to change. We're gonna get better at this. And then so far this calendar year, how many people have gotten baptized? 24 people have gotten water baptized. Come on, I think we should celebrate that. That's good stuff. That means people that are leaving captivity, they're leaving their bondage, and we're learning to walk in faith into the promises of God. Are you seeing the correlation here? This is what God has for us. This is the season we are in here. Yeah. And so we started out, and I made reference to this, we started out with a goal of $1.5 million, and we ended up in uh, 207 commitments totaled 1.8 million. Wow, that means the average household that committed committed over $8,800 over 36 months above and beyond their regular tithes and their regular giving. That takes faith. That does, it takes faith. But I wanna be like those that say we can do this. We can accomplish it. On the other side, on a, or depending on what side you're looking at, there's a couple things I want to report to you. Um, we said we were going to give away missions money. We said we were going to give away $100,000 to missions out of this. Why? Because we're not going to be self-consumed. We're going to be God-consumed. We're on a mission from God. We're giving a report to you that the first year we gave away 100000 So far this calendar year, we gave 26000 away. And we're gonna to continue to give money away. As it comes in, we're gonna bless. We're gonna release. We're helping a school in Liberia. Do you know that your giving right now today is helping kids who have absolutely no hope and no help right now. They're getting an education. Not only that, It's in a county that's 2% Christian. The rest is Muslim. One by one, those children are turning to Jesus Christ. The goal with this school is that every year there's going to be more families and more families and more families. They're going to find Jesus Christ as the forgiver of their past and the leader to their future. That's what we're giving to. And we're giving money to different things and different ministries and helping out in different ways. Not only that, in our Brighton Heights campus, we spent the first bit of money and we, we, we took your, your one vision and, and we're doing exactly what we said we would do. Exactly what we said we would do. And doing it efficiently and effectively. And they have a whole new Worship space right now. Carpet, stage, chairs are on their way. Listen, paint, the whole foyer's new. That's what we did. We were doing exactly what we said we would do here. And so far at Brighton Heights, we spent $38,000. We did all these things. Now, there's another project for them on down the road, but little by little, we're we're just gonna keep taking steps of faith because we surveyed the promises, Oh, we saw difficulties, but we're overcoming those difficulties. You know why? Because of your faith. That's why. Here at Bridge City Church, North Braddock, we, we, we did some things outside already. Got a new, whole new entryway there. Got, a, got an awning. The rest of it's going to be put up. We're going to be covering it to come into the building here. where That was the first bit of project there. That was just the first of many here. The rest of the projects are gonna have a generational field, why? Because we believe in generations. It has to show up. Now, I want to let you know, here at Bridge City Church, North Braddock, there's, there's other projects that are being done. A whole new kitchen's going to be done. The whole new, the, the, you notice like outside in the whole hallway here is redone. We are not touching the One Vision campaign, because I'm letting you know right now, just because we're receiving this money doesn't mean we've become more frivolous. No, we've become more strict. We've become more effective. We're managing our money better than ever before. I'm here to tell you that today. No, see, I want to give you confidence today that what we say that we're going to do, we're going to do because God is in it. And so, we're, so, so to Pastor John and Christine and the whole leadership team here, I just want to say thank you to them. Can we just tell them thank you for being so great? I just can't help but talk about the, um, this campus here at North Braddock, and it has a special place in my heart. It has a special place. The The risers that, that are here, my dad helped frame all those. He was a bricklayer by trade, and I was here when we poured the cement to do all those. That's right where you're sitting and where you're standing right now. I don't know if that gives you greater confidence that I helped or not, but... But my dad was there and he, he was the overseer, let me tell you that, yeah. But where you're sitting, did that. Anywhere you see bricks up on the top of the building that, that are replaced, I know who hauled all the cement up there. It was me. Oh, I had plenty of help, plenty of men in the church help, but I was part of the ones pulling it up there. And when my dad said we need more bricks, I went and found more bricks. But thank God he never said we need more bricks with less hay. Come on, somebody, yeah. See, I remember when we first looked at this building, the one that you're sitting in right now, it was a disaster. 70-plus people said, we can. 70. 75, 80 people. You know what they said? We can. They didn't say we're grasshoppers. Oh, that building's too big. Purchased this facility for $2,930. Always put, put a couple hundreds of thousands in it and all the labor and... I'm looking around and I see some people here that helped with that. See, we can say, wow, we've arrived and many of us are in this building, and many of us are at Bridge City Church right now and we're experiencing the blessings of, of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who have gone before us and who have sacrificed and who have given and given of their lives and their time and their talent and all the above. And we can say, oh, this is good, we're comfortable, we've arrived, or we can say, no, we haven't arrived, we're not going to rest on on yesterday, we're going to pick it up and we're going to say, we can. That's the spirit that we have. We can, we will, we are. That's what this means to me. So I want you to look at some other statistics that are on your one page here, and you're going to take this home. I'm asking you to take this home with you today. I'm asking you to pray over it. Oh, in Murraysville, at our Murraysville location in White Oak, we're putting money aside because they need space. We're still leasing space. White Oak is completely out of space right now. Murraysville, because there's so many people coming, we had to add another worship experience, which is great. And we'll keep adding them—two, three, four, five—but we need our own space, and so we're believing God for that. Can you believe God with that with me? But on here, there's a there's a there's a report that eight percent of the people who committed, they've completed their commitment. For you, I want to say thank you, thank you for that, and for the next the. Uh, there, 55% have either completed or are on schedule, and I want to say thank you so much. You have the spirit of endurance on you, not just enthusiasm, but endurance. Thank you. Now, these next couple statistics here of behind schedule, this is why I'm going to tell you this. Listen, this is why I'm telling you this. I can't change your yesterday, but I think we can change our tomorrow. Is anybody with me? See, I can't go back in time, but I can say that today is a new day, and we're about to hit the faith reset button right about now. We're about to hit the faith reset, and God is moved by obedience, not by my wishful thinking. And because I have a hope for tomorrow, that requires me to have a faith for today. So my faith for today creates my hope for tomorrow. And so I don't know what's happened. I'm not gonna, listen, nobody's come to your home. Nobody's asking you, but I'm just saying, will you be, with those of you that have committed, that maybe for whatever reason fell behind, will you pick it up today and say, what can we do? What can I do? And I'm gonna give you three revealing questions to ask in just a minute, but what can we do? How can I be a part? I wanna be a part of what God's doing. How many of y'all want faith? Come on, somebody. Come on, so you can't ask God for faith and then not do anything in response to his word after you survey his promises, you look at his difficulties, but you say, I'm gonna take a step of faith. That's it. Now, 5%, man, I know what you're thinking. Where are they at? Most of that 5% have gone home to be with Jesus. They made commitments, but they graduated. My mom's one of them. What I'm asking you to do is the giants who have gone before us, the spiritual giants, the spiritual people, will we stand with them and stand for them and say, you know what, I'll pick it up. I want to be a person of faith. So how do you become, so how do we become this person of faith? You have to ask yourself three questions. The first question is, what do I have? You're going to go home and you're going to say, what do I have? What do I have to give? This is what Natalie and I did. We just said, what do we have to give? What do we have? Let's just, what's in our hands? Next is, after that, we're going to say, well, what can we give up? I'm not gonna ask you to do anything that Natalie and I haven't done. What we just simply did is this, is we said there's certain projects in our home we're not gonna do right now. Not woe is us, but man, how big our God is. That's what we're about. And if we do without this project or without this project or without that project, it ain't gonna matter. When I get to heaven, I'm not gonna be all consumed with that. And so we started, we said, okay, what do we have? And then we said, what can we give up? And then the last question, see, most people just stop there. But what can we believe God for? And that's the question that God's asking all of us today. What can we believe God for? That screams and shouts, we're in it for a generation. We're in it for those who have yet to come. We're in it for the next generation because that's the promises of God on our church. We will defy the odds. Listen to me. And so those are the three questions. That's the three questions. And on your seats there's a, in there's a red card. And for those that are watching, we have a we have an 18 month commitment card. 18 months. 18 months. We're not collecting these today because I don't want an emotional response. I don't want a, a, it's just enthusiasm and you're just going to write down a number. No, what I'm asking everybody to do and everybody listening, everybody here, I'm asking you to take this red card if you're here today and then at, at, at home, you can, you can pray over this and say, God, this is what you're going to start. God, what do we have? What do I have? What can I give up? What can I believe God for? That's the question. Now, if you've already made a commitment and you're saying, man, I fell behind, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna step it up, you don't need to commi- fill out another card. Just go back and do, do what Jesus to- already told you to do. That's all. And then what we're gonna ask you to do is bring these back. Over the next two weeks, you're gonna bring it back and you're gonna put this in the offering and you're gonna say, this is my offering for God right here. Above and beyond our regular giving, we're going we're to give generously, sacrificially. And we're going to watch God do some pretty amazing things. Here at Bridge City Church, even North Braddock, there's going to be new spaces opened up. We're, gonna, we're, we're not done on this building here. And I already shared with you other things that are going to happen. As a matter of fact, if you've never received one of our One Vision campaign booklets, you can go to our connection point. If you're at home and you'd like one, let us know. One We'll mail one to you. You say, well, pastor, what should I give? I can't, I'm not gonna write in your number. You gotta hear God. But don't make an emotional decision, make an enduring one. Say, God, this is what I'm believing God for. I, can't, I can I'm only go share what's happened to Natalie and I. We took a huge step of faith. And I'm gonna tell you, God has been blessing us left and right. It's just amazing what God has done. We, we have had, we've had, we've seen God show up over and over and over the last 18 months of our giving." It's been amazing. It really has. Because it's a step of faith and God rewards those who diligently seek him.